right, here's my challenge to you all. I want you to write the most outrageous critique you can think of of Louis in the comment section to see how much you can get him to justify at the beginning oh. of next podcast. Oh my God. Wow. Well, hello, everyone. My name is George from Compete Sports, the greatest LGS of all time. Hope you're doing great. I'm joined by Louie from Kitchen Table TCG, the worst channel in the history of the world, and Mitch from Midtown Merchant, Wait. the greatest single store ever. You're not the worst. You're the saltiest. You know that, right? Are it's... we still on about that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You're, just, you're not the worst. You're the saltiest. I... And you mispronounced Mitch, the epidemiologist of Kitchen Table TCG here. That you, 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 you misspelled that. Uh, you know, uh, he's the epidemiologist of this podcast. Uh, that's so good. Mm -hmm. uh, I bought this shirt at the mall the other day. Uh, I do know some actually, and I do and, work for a company that trains medical professionals, so it's, it, that's in line. This was the best thirty-five dollars I've ever spent on a shirt. Oh, you got ripped. Yeah, I did. Thirty-five dollars. It, it was worth it for the. I I only bought it for this episode. I only bought it for this moment. I if you bought a real size, it, you could have sent it to me when you were done. I would wear the hell out of that. Leave it in the comment section. Was it worth it for $35 for the yeah. joke? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I had to find my wife's glasses. She apparently can't see anything. She's like, nice. So it's com perfect. Completely blind. Uh, welcome, guys. Welcome back to May the Zoo be with you, our flesh and blood podcast. Uh, for those of you who want to complain about the name in the comment section, the name was derived up during our Monarch live stream by the comment section. Good. So this is your fault, I'm, comment section. Not I'm glad we can go over this for the fifth time because you won't listen to my advice and not read the comment section. I love the comment section. I can tell. I can, like th this intro is perfect evidence of how much you love it. You having to justify the first thing you do every week of what was said last week is proof positive of how much you love the comment section. All right. Well, this week we're going to be talking about Kickstarter. The only one I love is Chad. Chad, you're the MVP. Clark. Don't care. Continue. <laughs> this week we're going to be talking about Kickstarter projects. And Mitch, you're muted because you weren't paying attention. We're going to talk about... We're going to talk about Kickstarter projects, and we're going to talk about the the market's reaction to spoiler season. And then George has some secret MetaZoo minute for us. I'm sure he doesn't know what it is yet. Um, I was really prepared that week with the quotes, yeah, yes. including the one from you. Continue. Yeah. Um, so we're going to talk. Let's start off talking about Kickstarter. I thought this would be a good um, topic. You liked it, George. Stop it. Uh, we, we, we had a, me and George had a conversation the other day about Kickstarters and, uh, about like the alternative TCG world and board games. And, um, so I, I think we want to chat about that a little bit and then we'll hop into spoiler season and the market's reaction to it. Yeah. And something we should say up the get go, something that Louie should have said at the get go. This is why he's not allowed to do the intros anymore is we obviously don't film this five minutes before it airs because Louis has to edit it because he gets, because he's bad at audio quality. Um, so he, so we filmed this earlier. I have, so we, stop, stop. I have to edit because you bozos can't keep your mouth shut about distribution prices. <laughs> That's why I have, I have to once, edit it. I have never once said distribution prices. You anywhere. have not, but you've, you've had a very foul mouth or you've been mean towards somebody. So we've had to edit that That's out. That's true. That There's been many true. times where George has been like, Hey, we should probably cut that. There was out. a line that George crossed and we didn't want to publicly share that line. So we'll cross right. the line. Message me for it if you want it. Um, so maybe I'm like I'm glad you called me a bozo. Maybe like the Hawaiian shirt thing, like the bozo gets flows through the Hawaiian shirt. It's yeah. like pineapples and bozos. Last week you were that, calling us. Boobs. All right, if pineapples and bozos aren't isn't the name of the podcast this week, you're dead to me. Okay. 
pineapples and bozos. This is the total uh, amount of work that goes into naming our podcast. Yes. Who, who is the pineapple? Pineapples, there's plural. The one not in a Hawaiian shirt. So the I'll take it. That's fine. We're the bozos. So, like, listen, I think Kickstarter is wild because there's about to be 80 trillion CCG projects on Kickstarter. We've already seen our first cluster uh, in Final Redemption. Yeah. Akora. Uh, we've now seen a couple come in and immediately sell out for a trillion dollars with a line out the door. And everybody's like, oh, my God, I got to get in. Yeah. And like this is somewhat new for CCGs, I would say. Like there's been a couple of yes. examples of CCGs, like MetaZoo, obviously by far being the most famous and successful of Kickstarter. But something I would say before Louis can interrupt me and say my point is that they almost failed their Kickstarter. Yeah. Like they barely made it over the finish line. And this goes to I think the biggest the biggest argument I have against Kickstarter, and I'm fine with it, got no beef with it is that I think it's a really poor gauge of what the market will bear. Um, like, m the market is clearly very excited about MetaZoo, and their Kickstarter almost failed. Like, Flesh and Blood didn't have a Kickstarter, and it seems to be doing very well. Um, mm -hmm. You know, um, 2,000 stores is a hell of an accomplishment. Um, so, Especially if you're grassroots and just getting it out there and yeah. word of mouth I mean, like, and you establishing know, I, relationships. I think, I think Kickstarter is important because it lets people visualize their dreams. It's marketing. Yeah. And I mean, like, I think like the way that I wish more companies would use Kickstarter is honestly a way around distribution. Yeah. So um, go ahead. I Mike. actually think that is what they do. I mean, mm, think of like no. all the big, big board game stores. You don't think that they're doing it well, that way? Well, let's get into board games in a minute. Because I think board games are a very different animal. Most of the board okay. game ones utilize a fulfillment center for their Kickstarter. Correct. They're, they're, they do. So mm. I have a long-standing history with Kickstarter. I I would I would call myself a recovering Kickstarter Kickstarter addict. addict. <laughs> yeah, uh, there, it's there hard, man. Oh, see you later, George. Have a good day. There was a time, <laughs> there was a time when I couldn't open the app of Kickstarter without purchasing something. And How'd that conversation I, go with your wife? Exactly. So, like, when I backed, I actually backed MetaZoom. And my wife was like, you've got to stop, Louie. You've got to. Like, you have to stop. We had just had a child, and I was, like, backing. I never left the room, by the way. I know. Continue. Yeah. Zombie, oh, zombie we'll side. About, that's we'll a, that's a classic. Uh, so, like, I, I, you know, my wife made me cancel, like, all these Kickstarter backings that <clears> month. And MetaZoo was one of them. Uh, rip. Anyway. Uh, she it, like, 2012. Yeah. So, what I think with Kickstarter... Um, I think one of the things I don't like is when it's limited. That's like, to me, like exclusive. You mean, no, no. I like the exclusive. I love the exclusive when it's limited. Like you're seeing a lot of, if there's like a hundred like, boxes like, or 500 boxes. You're seeing like, uh, what's the one right now that we're, uh, D spirit, the, D spirits, the like, greatest like, game ever made. Why limited it? Like why limit it? That's just, it, that creates this like FOMO attitude. And that's what I don't like mm. about some of the Kickstarter things. I think it's dual purpose though. Right. Of course. Maybe, the, maybe they're it. just, maybe the FOMO's there, but then there's, it's, it's like adding, like when you come out with a new product and there's like a wait list to get added into the product for the beta. Um, I think a lot of it is for the FOMO. It's a marketing strategy, but secondly, I think actually it it allows them to kind of scope essentially the size of the project. So let's say it's outrageously successful. It's more successful than they imagined. They don't have a team or an organization to handle the scale of that. 
And, like that's and the other that's reason in which you would limit it too, is so that way you can handle the influx. So it does kind of a dual purpose thing. It creates <laughs> hype and it limits it and it encourages buying before stuff sells out. On the flip side, I know I can only ship 500 bundles of this, so I'm not going to do a thousand. I can't handle that. Partner. That's when you yeah, but now I'm losing part of my margins. I'm already losing 20% to you know, Kickstarter. Now I got to lose another five to 10%. Kickstarter takes to, 20%. It's like 16%. Why are we all, can we all go buy stock in Kickstarter? Why are we, why do we buy trading cards still? Why do you think GameFound was started? It's like a Kickstarter <laughs> competitor. Indiegogo. He's like, God, I'm going to sell everything and buy this new garbage coin in Kickstarter. <laughs> And I have an it's idea. It's 100% true. <laughs> alt investments 101. Sell, sell my alt investment for another alt investment that is worse or better. Like, listen, I think Kickstarter is... Like, Kickstarter, I think, is becoming the new thing, and I think it's very dangerous, and I want to encourage everybody to, like, be careful. It has been the new thing for a while, though. It hasn't... Not I mean, CCGs. Not in CCGs. Well, you're right. Yeah. But for the board game tabletop industry, hey, Kickstarters fine, fine. are Let's not talk new. about board games because... This is tabletop. Board games. No, it's, to it's to tabletop as a whole. And I said COVID once. Um, but it's, it's an umbrella, right? I mean, so, like, so like the board game market absolutely collapsed on itself in the early 2000s because of Kickstarter. Like, I... Like, in law school... Every single dollar of my spending money came from buying board games on Kickstarter and selling them for just prices that made absolutely no sense once they were delivered to me. Was Kickstarter right. around in the early 2000s? <laughs> George isn't that old. That's what he just said. Oh, it was like 2010. That's like, not maybe the early 2000s. Early 2000s, like 20, like, like 2001, like first yeah, five years. I, was like, what? I mean, in theory, let's first, let's keep it real. Anything sad like the first century is probably right, early 2000s. I went to, to law Give us school. your fingers. Give us your fingers. Research it. I okay, would do it, but it's funnier when you do it. I went there in 2009. So for 2009, 2010. That makes more Ish. sense. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. And like, listen, I, mean, like, early I, mean, I got yeah. all my spending money from flipping board games that I would buy on Kickstarter and then sell for just like prices that made no sense. No sense. Like this used to right. be a trillion dollars and right. like, it, it's nothing. It adds nothing right. to the game. That's um, not true. It adds very little to the game. It's, I, it's now dude, like four ninety nine in a box of Monarch Unlimited. Uh, so backed, like I have backed so many Zombicide games. Of course. I did, I did the same thing. I, I would back things. And then by the time they got to me, I'd be like, uh, I don't actually want this anymore, nope. but it's also worth eight times. But the what FOMO I paid is for. there. It's also right. worth like, eight times what I paid for. Like, listen, like I think like the important part of that is like the like the industry collapsed upon itself, and Asmodee swooped in and bought up the ashes. Yeah, that is a warning sign for CCGs, right? Like, and I will say like the like no disrespect to anybody who's all in on D spirits. I got nothing but love for the D spirit community. Because I might like, support it someday. <laughs> I like sure. Like, listen, if somebody my, if my players wanted to play it, I'd carry it. Sure. Yeah. Um, but like that does not seem to be a well understood project. Like my two favorite parts about it are the guy is that they asked the guy, can you make the dogs louder? Or, or that they asked the guy who just mute did the original Charizard to do the art. He said no. 
And he responded to that by putting a picture of the old Charizard up and saying he might do it one day once we deliver boxes. He's been contacted. He's been contacted. <laughs> I would like everybody to know that I'm going to design a CCG. I asked Kanye West to do the artwork. He said no, but every image will be of Donda. Um, so it's going to be a black, black frame. So the other thing is just like he keeps adding boxes. So like now nobody knows how limited this really is. Like he keeps like right. saying this, this range of how many boxes there are. And that's that. This is where I feel that's like that's where you're saying I, Louis, Mitch, like, I, that's not I, cool. I think I see what you're saying. It, it has to. You can't scale it up to a billion boxes, and now there's whatever. But like, I love how. Um, and this is probably not fair to compare a company like whatever D Spirits is with uh, Zombicide, right? Because they have many successful right. Kickstarters. But like, I loved how Zombicide did it, where it's like the bigger the project you got, the more crap you got. Like, if it hit a million dollars, you got. The this this um well there's know, rewards this miniature and like i, I love the stretch so, goals that 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 made me so, so addicted it was unbelievable <laughs> so yeah. i hate stretch goals when they're like there's a kickstarter edition and not nothing against kickstarter editions but i prefer like one of my i know don't look at me i have kickstarter edition stuff too kickstarter chaos crystal right here um I think the thing that I'm kind of mentioning though is that there's exclusivity, right? So what's in a first edition Cryptid Nation box is the exact same for the most part, minus some like tweaks as a Kickstarter edition box. Like yeah. there's no difference. I didn't get like more out of this box than that box. That's right. what I'm saying I don't like. It's okay to have a Kickstarter edition. It's the fact that this box is exclusive and it has unique things that the like the new version doesn't. Um, and I think it's cool, like to be the first one on the train. I like how there were medals that were given out. Like that is great. I think that's cool. Like to give exclusivity to those who back the project early. More of what I'm saying though, is like there's miniatures in this box that doesn't exist for the core set because you didn't back the Kickstarter version, which then creates this like hyperinflation of specific boxes. Like you're see, talking about George. See, I think that's fine for board games. I agree with you. I don't want that in, in TCGs or collectible right. card games. I think it for board depends. games, like. I, I would have no problem if there was alt art yeah, in every exactly. Kickstarter box. That's yeah. different. I'm talking about there's this, ex like, let's let's just throw it in Fab World. I can get this exclusive legendary that nobody else can get if I back this no. Kickstarter, and they will never no. reprint that legendary again. That will not That's work what I'm talking me. about. That Additionally, no, it'd be kind of a, it would be a pain in the ass. I'm not as convinced of that as you guys are. I think it all depends. I mean, like, what if it was like, a, what if it was an unplayable card? Well, that's different. I'm talking about like this exclusive high rate. Okay, you get a sample heart. I'm like, I would, heart. Like, I would get the Aoki heart. You get the Aoki right. heart if you kickstart a box. <laughs> um, you just want to devalue the Aoki heart, but it's fine. I want one. I, wanna, uh, I, I actually just want Aoki. This is like the hard part. Like, I, I you know. <laughs> I you just want that one. That. So. <laughs> I, I, I like, see, like, I don't understand why. I think, I think the alternate art or maybe some sort of foiling. Maybe That'd you have. great. Maybe you have cold foil, you know, some cold foil that you can only get. In that. I do not. I want to start off this because I know the comment section is going to get there before we do. I do not want Flesh and Blood to do a Kickstarter. I do oh, not think. No. I completely disagree. I do not I, think that that what is. What would you model. kickstart on Flesh I, and Blood? I at do this not point. think that is in the model for Flesh and Blood. I, I don't completely think. disagree. What What do you need to kickstart okay. for Fab TCG? Here's where I think companies should turn to Kickstarter marketing. Yep. No, like, you know, maybe, you know, you, you, does you dress it. Dress like George. I wish you could think like George. And I'm sure you do too. <laughs> um, so like, That's the start of the video. I think like Kickstarter is a good way 
to gauge market interest and to work around the distribution channels. Because, like, you guys think Kickstarter's expensive? Uh, distribution's a lot more than 20% is how I'll phrase it lovingly in a lot of cases. Yeah. All right, but you're From still going to do heard, distribution, though. No idea. As, but like I believe I can say this, there were leaked documents from Magic the Gathering a long time ago. Yeah. Uh, and I will say that like distribution took more than 20% off those, I believe. Um, yeah. So listen, like I think that you can gauge interest, you can keep a larger cut of the of the money, and you can make sure products go to those who actually want to take the risk with you. I think those are all good things. Why do we need that though for Fab? Like, why do they need to sample or test? That is how out? you can get more money into James White's hands and less money into distributors' hands who play nothing but games with boxes. In my opinion, I'm not saying this happens or not. I'm just saying what I've heard from other people. You were telling me that by going through Kickstarter for every single booster box release, you'd That's be more no, advantageous I'm for not that. Saying that. I'm saying that for first edition and things like that having it so that people have easy access to retail priced boxes is in my opinion, a good thing. Yeah. So I would you just sell direct off the site then more of the well, money. Well, I don't want this to happen. Let me, let me play on George, <clears throat> George's side for a second. Uh, I think that the marketing strategy of that is fantastic. Like I, I almost would guarantee you that MetaZoo does another Kickstarter and that it, it will be one of the most successful no. Kickstarter. I will tell time. you right now, if Mike does a Kickstarter today, I'm putting in a, I'm putting in six figures. Yeah, it will be. No cap. It will be I, like, one you, of the you most can market tag it. Six figures are going into that from Compete Sport. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not kidding. I'm I, not kidding. I, I, I totally totally believe. Like I think the and I think for a game like MetaZoo that is uh, an IP and a brand and trying to be you know trying to reach a million people tomorrow right, right? like mm -hmm. trying to trying to you know do that the kickstarter gets you so much <clears throat> marketing it is free advertising like wrapped into whatever i mean that's that what you're, you're paying, paying for is for that platform let's yeah. also like let's go back to fab like if they said kingdoms the set after tales obviously <laughs> is going to be kickstarted <laughs> and we're gonna we need to know your numbers now because it's not coming out for six months or nine months or whatever yeah because there's going to be a supplemental set in between you can order as many boxes as you want and we're going to print it we're going to print a demand that number of first edition boxes, boxes are $96. Okay. And stores can order it at distribution costs. Yeah. So that's so the key. Th that's why do the we need Kickstarter though? Like, why can't you just use the Fab TCG site? Say everybody buy direct, could, put in your orders you here. Why to reach? Yeah. The reach there. You're is right. You can go to fleshandblood.com and use it and use his website probably if you wanted to do that. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't know. But like, I, I, I think kind of what I'm arguing, though, is if you're going to go direct, which is essentially what you're saying, then just go direct. Fab TCG is a large I, enough IP at this point. I do. Where think, I, don't, I don't know about that. Like, I, mean, I, I, I do see your argument, though, because CMON, which is a huge organization, right, or part of a huge conglomerate. Right. CMON like, is use, cool mini or not, for those of you who do not know. It's cool mini but, or not. That's who does um, Zombicide. Yeah, they all the time. They do multiple. Like, I'm trying to. They do tons of different Kickstarter games. I personally don't like it. I'm like, just sell the game from your site. But they use Kickstarter to gain hype, to build hype for the game. The same thing happened with because, Frosthaven and Gloomhaven. It's because Kickstarter has listen. Like, 
James White said there's 200,000 players on Flesh. You're talking blood. millions. I'm talking like probably tens of millions. Yeah. Oh, I would think over, I would and, think exponentially more than that. And I mean, it's like, all curated it, with algorithms too, which help. Sure. I mean, like, yeah, I you, just, like, I, I think, like, listen, like, and I mean this, like, this is where, this is why, like, I think for Mike in particular, I'd recommend another Kickstarter. It's because, like, listen, like, if you want to compete with Magic the Gathering and Pokemon, this right. is how you do it. Right. Yeah. Like, the reach you, is far you greater. Don't, you don't go in and say, I want 2,000 stores or 3,000 stores. You need tens of thousands of stores. Right. And so, like, how do you do that? You do it by doing enormous print runs. Yeah. Enormous right. print runs. And not 50,000. And boxes, you cover risk by having boxes. money up front. Enormous. And that costs you a ton of money. And now you're also guaranteed your profit. You're right. guaranteed your profit. Right. I, I want to highlight because I think George, you're saying this without saying it. You would have a tier <laughs> that is for stores. Yeah, that you yes. still had to you still had to provide that you're a brick and mortar store with a retail thing. And other Kickstarters do this. I've seen other Kickstarters do this. Yep. And you get boxes at a discounted rate because you're Correct. a store. And then you are allowed to continue to resell those boxes on the secondary market the way that you're supposed to. Um, so we, I actually used to consult for a board game company that's now that was bought out i was part of the consulting team that was helping with the transition um and like listen like one of their big shifts was like how do i go from a kickstarter model to a distribution model and like they kept coming back to me like we just make a lot less money i'm like yeah like yeah you have like 18 new hands in the pie you're selling more boxes but you're getting less out of them you're not even selling more boxes like okay so why is it advantageous at that point that's the, that was a question they came back to me at, and I was like, I'm not the one who told you to sell the company, boo-boo. <laughs> like, you called me in here to help you transition from selling the company. Right. You didn't ask me, should I sell the company? Right. You're already here, and that's why I'm here. So, um, Like, I didn't. I wasn't hired by you guys. I was hired by the company that bought you. I, I think that there's a lot there. I think one thing, George, like Kickstarter takes 16 to 20%, whatever it is. And then you still have to get the distribution on the back end. So you start to, but it's probably more of like an uh, Amazon fulfillment center or something like that more than they take less is. out of it because yeah, so they're not you, building relationships or yeah, shipping products. And I, I think it. it's still probably advantageous. You're probably ruffling a lot of feathers. Um, and that's, uh, that's good. Yeah, I know. I, I agree. Like There's competition. Listen, Mm-hmm. This this model that we're in and like this model that we're in makes absolutely no sense. And like I love it because everybody knows it. Yeah, it made sense in 1960, 1990. I mean, like, right. You You're know, talking the distribution model, correct? Not any Watsi rep. And he's like, and he'll tell me this. He's like, I hear more complaints about distribution than everything else combined. I'm like, of course. Sure. Of yeah. course. Like, like, what else am I going to complain about? Right. Like, yeah. like that's, where the, that's, that's where the mess is. Well, and to be honest, a lot of it, the distribution is also working with how many organizations. It's the middleman on both sides. Distributors either, right? Like this is why they're starting the new tactic of, I will bundle for you stores, right? Because if if they don't bundle, they're stuck with garbage. Now I'm stuck with garbage, right? I want you to know, last time I mentioned my Zendikar Rising problem, one of your viewers, Louis, was very kind to reach out to me and offered to buy them at thirty dollars below my cost. It, it made. It, I just want to say to that guy, I will never respond to your email. I will never solve that price. 
Um, but thank you. Which for the is offer. why you're still holding on to the boxes and will forever hold them. My with the wife grip. will bury me with those, and like she will probably like she already has to get a fat guy casket. She have to get like an extra fat guy casket to carry all those stupid boxes. <laughs> but I will never sell them for that price. <laughs> Uh, Instead of bearing you with dirt, you just throw you just throw magic cards on top. What a dumpster fire of a set! Good lord! I I think all the Kickstarter fears that people have are more based on like, will the company provide the actually provide the thing if I back it? And that's never concerned me. Whenever I was backing things on Kickstarter, I was always pretty confident in it. That's always but, concerned me. But like, listen, like so, I it have doesn't concern me for organizations that are reputable. Right. I have I have concerns about Kickstarter, which is mainly like is what happened in the board game industry in the I'm sorry, Louis, early 2010s going to happen to the CCG market. I mean, the difference for you is like you were 20 to 30. The difference for me is I was I was in diapers, I was 10 or I was you, yeah, 18. Like, I was like, so you know, there's a difference there. Diapers. I guess it could happen today too. When you're ancient um, like you, those dates are the same. But for those of us who graduated high school in 2010, uh, it's a little different. God, <laughs> my babies. I mean, like, you know, I think that that like if like that is the that is my number one fear right now for the CCG industry by a mile. Is that like there's just all this <clears throat> weird money pumping into weird things? That's I mean, like, everything right now though. D spirits is just like. It sells out instantly. Yeah. Right. It sold out like it sold out like in a second. Right. And it's like, listen, like, that's I guess why it shouldn't sell like, out. Like, do you think people are buying D Spirit to play D Spirit? No, they're they're buying as an alt investment. So I I think D Spirit looks appealing if you have kids. Like, if I had like that's a ten fair. year old, if I had a ten year old kid, I'd probably back the heck out of D Spirits. It it does not seem like it's marketed to me a. 29 year old adult so like so here's what's weird. like i don't mind the art on it like i don't like maybe like i'm picking on d spirit because it's the one that's hot right now let me be very clear here like there's there's no difference between that and the game that's like in final redemption to me like sure the risk i had is people that, tell me to back final redemption because it was the next big right, kickstarter the next, whatever you want to call it i've had multiple people hey are you backing final redemption like are you getting in on the hype like we don't want you to miss on the fomo mitch because we know you missed metazoo fomo I, so. I was not criticizing the artwork of D Spirits. I just want to highlight that. I, I was saying fine. that the gameplay, the, the it's whole, more oriented it's, towards it's, kids. It's more oriented towards kids. It's not like yeah. we got no problem with D Spirits. So like I mean, like the point right. is that like if you have like you you were gonna have, I would suspect ten, maybe twelve major Kickstarters for CCGs by the end of the year, is my gut. Well, we're doing one, right? Yeah. This gonna be called Help Georgia out of this My Hero Academia <laughs> messing down himself in because he's getting a trillion boxes and they refuse to set a release date. <laughs> Sounds like Digimon. We should start a game called May the Zoo Be With You. Sure. Like, and here's and here's what I'll tell you. If we said limited to five thousand boxes, we sell five thousand boxes in about ten minutes. <laughs> like, what? Right, by, by, that by the world famous George Went. Yeah, you could just I have like, a bunch of cards that are like interrupt, interrupt. You could have the George <laughs> deck, and it's just like. <laughs> Interrupt, and then the, the like, I have something to say. Like, Interrupt. Mitch, like, the, the good Mitch point. Is like good COVID. point. Great Mitch point. is like Mitch is COVID, 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 and Louis is you're dead. Bad point. Everything can work. <laughs> I love rainbows and unicorns. <laughs> Somebody make this game for us. We'll 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 help you. We'll, we'll back it. We'll help you. Yeah, design we'll it for us. We'll help you. I'm not sure how, but we'll like that's actually there you. are people who build games, and you just say, "Hey, I built this cool game, and I'm selling it." And I mean, like, 
Like, yeah. like, and that is my fear. That's Stonemeyer. And that is Stonemeyer has different right. game designers and artists come in and, and like, that they back is, it. That is just exactly the publisher. my fear. Is that like it is now very easy and cheap to print out a CCG, at least the idea of a CCG. And like, I think, like, you know, listen, like, I think the reality of that is a lot harder than people realize. Print time is at a premium. Paper is taking six to nine months to get to people, and it's at a premium. Distribution is a mess. It takes forever to get from either so, Europe, United States. Well, the, I, the, the realities of doing a game are far harder than the sketch work of doing one that you need to do for Kickstarter. And that's I, my fear. Okay. So I guess my question is, I'm hearing, hey, don't back or like be careful of Kickstarter. But then at the same time, you're like, MetaZoo. Fab, do a Kickstarter. I'd love to back it. Yep. So, like, as a consultant, George, and uh, you're free in, you know, inside here. Like, when do I do a Kickstarter, and why would I do a Kickstarter as so, a CCG? I think, like, I I would say for a new game, you would need to do a Kickstarter if you need the if you need the resources, if you need the capital. You can print X number of boxes based on demand. Like, you know, if you it's know, successful. Assad printed like two boxes of alpha because Assad <laughs> can print two boxes of alpha. Sure. Like, that's a tough way to grow a game. Like, very, 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 very big credit to Assad for doing it that way. Like, that is that is going all in. And good for him. It seems to have worked. Like, you know, Louis and I basically sold our bundle. We're getting a few more in. I mean, like it, it, it's, it's done. He, you know, he's designed a good game that people desire. Right. It's far easier, and I would recommend this to him to do a Kickstarter, sell your game. Yeah. So I think if you can't afford to do it, do it that way. But also, like Assad had a good game design that he spent time doing. He had art already done. He had an idea of who was going to be his printer. He did a lot of steps to get to that point. Right. He was ready for prime time. Right. Where I think Fab and MetaZoo should consider a Kickstarter is very different. It has nothing to do with I need your money to print boxes. I am I I, I don't know their financials. I am assuming both James White and MetaZoo Mike can afford to print the next set of boxes without a lot of headache. At least I hope so. Yeah, that's that's hope so. Uh, if not, please <laughs> DM me so I can sell everything. Um the you know <laughs> but where they can use Kickstarter is much more of a gauge of interest right. and a way to keep more of the profits in their hands. And promotion. And promotion. And I mean this. Like this is where like this is where I don't think Fab will do it, and I think MetaZoo will. Fab is determined that they're gonna grow the game There's basically stories. a few LGSs at a time. Yep. Right. Slow and you know, low. they're at two thousand. I don't think they want to be at five thousand by the end of the year. Like that would not be that would not spark joy in James Whitehead, in my opinion. I have no idea. I think it'd be too fast for them to scale up to right. handle five thousand stores. Right. They learned if, going from zero to two thousand and yeah. said, "Hey, Mike, I can get you into yeah. twenty thousand stores by the end of uh, September." We're now filming <laughs> this on September first. Uh, he'd be like, "Okay, what do I need to do?" I'm in. Yeah. Right. You know, magic. I'm coming for you, baby. And like. That's just a very different growth strategy, right? There, there's different bets in the marketplace. Yeah, there's and there's pros and cons to both of those issues. Absolutely. We're Absolutely. not saying that one is better or worse. No. There's pros and cons. But like, this is where I think you could easily, this is where I think you should see another MetaZoo Kickstarter. Make it so it's available to stores. 
and like print the daylights. Like you need large print runs. Print to the demand. Yeah. And you're able to cover the risk because people are paying up front. They're essentially yeah. paying up front for that demand. And so I, mean, like, I, you know, I want to point out one other thing here is like the history of Kickstarter also allows us to be completely like not transcend. Like you, I, I backed so many Kickstarters that said, Hey, we're going to fulfill in December. And like, it doesn't fulfill for another year. Like it's, like, it's like right. an entire year later. And like, nobody complains. No, like nobody's well, upset people about complain, it. but it's expected. Yeah, nobody cares. Yeah, it's just nobody part of cares. What you as long as if you get I your game, you're happy. And they said I'll ship it to you in 18 months. Yeah. Okay. So like cool. I think that's an advantage for some of these companies. Now, if you're LSS, if you're MetaZoo, you probably want you probably already have a, a kind of core group of people who are relying on the boxes. So that's probably not acceptable. But a new game that's coming along or a game like Genesis that's getting traction, like I think there's acceptable means of separation from expected delivery day and actual delivery day. Is there a reason why Genesis hasn't done a Kickstarter yet? I think they should. I, mean, I think out of the three of them, that one makes the most sense. Uh, what, what's your hesitation there, George? Too big? Too fast? I, I mean, like, the pro- this is the wrong time <clears throat> to do a Genesis Kickstarter, in my opinion. Um, why? The game has to be played in person. You need this game. Like, this is like, of all the games, this is the one that cannot be played via webcam. You can yeah, play via TTS, you, though. Yeah, but that doesn't sell boxes. It doesn't help me. I get, so, I get it, yeah. So I think the only argument to that, George, is that I think that out of all three of the games that we're talking about right now, uh, Genesis is the one that is most assigned to a board game that could be played with you and your friends without yeah. like being a full-on... Like, we talked about that. It feels like a like, miniature game without being feel, a miniature yeah, game. And I think like, miniature tactical I, game. I would have an easier time inviting my friends over to say, hey, let's play some board games. Hey, I want to try out this new game at Genesis. It's also a TCG, but it plays like, you know, wider than that. And I think that would be an easier sell than like, hey, let's play another game that's like Magic the Gathering. Right, right. An, so like I would buy Genesis based on it feeling like a board game. And that's important, I think, for, for Kickstarter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, so. it'd be interesting. I mean, at a uh, bare I would, minimum, I you could probably play like. a larger, larger, larger set. You could also throw in exclusive promos and stuff that you know. So that will that. be like, and I, you know, that's funny. I, I, I owed Assad a phone call. This will be the big problem that he's going to have is that he has to start showing some more love to the collectors. Yeah, you got it. You got you got to do it, boss. Like this is like this is what James White understood better than anything. Yep. Like the heart really 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 helped flesh and blood grow yeah sure and like it's funny like we all missed it for months like when 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 alpha first came out nobody cared about the heart nobody cared it was worthless it was, sure. it was one of the least valuable cards at least of what i could tell uh because it was unplayable um it you know pretty, like i think james white understood that that will eventually lead to mega sales like this this uber rare card now you see magic trying to copy that but in classic magic way they're messing it up uh because they're making it like an uber powerful card uh well that wasn't the point idiots the point is that it's super collectible and not super playable Uh, and also like flesh and blood has unlimited boxes so now a heart is roughly 15 dollars. is that right (laughs) Louis? give or take i think it's down to 170 
Yeah. George I mean, prophesized like, this. He's like, you know, if we just print an infinite number of boxes, legendaries will be 50 to 60 bucks. It's great. Uh, I, got no I think he said 20, but he, we're getting there. It'll be next week. It'll be there in a few weeks. Scavskin leathers will be 20 bucks. We'll, we'll talk about months. this in a minute when you talk about, we'll talk about this in a minute when we get to the next segment. I'm sure I know unlimited legendaries are just cratering like tectonic plating. Now is what? $15. Is that right? Louis? Is that right? Just want to make sure I'm right. <laughs> yeah, we'll talk about it. Okay, good. Okay. Oh, wait, never mind. What was I saying? Um, so the, you know, they need to have a chase card and that's what flesh and blood, flesh and blood understood. <laughs> Uh, that's what flesh and blood understood. Um, leave, leave your flesh and blood comments in the comments. Yeah. Section. Um, like, a flesh and blood podcast. A flesh I and blood. The, I would love to see a flesh and blood Kickstarter for first edition for next box. I think that'd be awesome. I think it'd be fascinating. And I think we'd finally see MSRP for first edition. That's a, it's an interesting point. I think it'd be really cool to see the, um, the way that the game grows as a result of something that because of the free marketing. I mean, Can you it, imagine if they did that, every oh, LGS so would hop on. I every feel, LGS would hop yeah. on. I mean, the more like, that you talk about, the more that I want it. I definitely think MetaZoo does it for sure. Well, MetaZoo is uh, going to do it. And like, what'll be fascinating is I wonder if MetaZoo doing it will actually force Flesh and Blood to do it. I don't know about that. I know because there's no competition between them. Because there's no competition. Game. Yeah, I'm there, the I will just say this: these two games can coexist. And... It'd be advantageous. I mean, maybe even the supplementary set. Would a supplementary or a full set be better? Full. PVE. PVE. Do it as PVE. Make that, it PVE. That would actually. James White. That give it to me, baby. About that's make it, make I actually think PVE would be more advantageous. You would have a larger audience that would be interested in that. Look how many dungeon crawlers make are right PVE. now. Oh my god! The CCG PVE. I, I I haven't heard of one. It doesn't have to be CCG PVE. World of Warcraft. People love it. The rest of the game sucked, but people love the um the PVE part of it. It could just be a standard set of cards that just comes with PVE, is my thought. And you have like maybe an exclusive promo that you can get. George, I can't wait for you to be wrong about PVE. I, I can't wait. I, I cannot wait for you to be wrong about the PVE. I can't wait for the people. Like, I can't wait for it. I'm going to do a whole week long episode. It's going to be whatever 40, 24 hours times seven days. It's going to be an entire stream. No, your math is amazing. Of me just talking about how wrong you were about PVE and how right James White was. Yeah, that's why he's done it, right? Me and he's right now, me and James Wright. Me right now, me and James Wright are on the same team on this that's one. Fine. You know that, right? Right now, you are. He'll be Team Louis pretty soon. Yep. <laughs> Moving <You're> on. <laughs> you get hit. You get hit yourself in the head, and your dogs are barking. You're doing great, boss. <laughs> You're doing great. Like you just bopped yourself in the nose while your dogs were yelling at you about how wrong you were. And yeah, that, that's it. That's all I got to say. You're doing great. PBE. All right. Kickstarter. I think I'm all in. I think, uh, I think both of them should do it. I think I, they, I converted them a convert. I think that you got to be careful, but we're trying to say, you got to be careful about new games. Don't overcommit yourself to new games because there's going to be a billion of them. And like, Listen, like I like if you read D Spirits and go, that's my jams, I am thrilled for you. Yeah. Buy the daylights out of it. If you read Final Redemption and you're like, that's my jams, awesome. Buy the daylights out of it. What I'm trying to warn you is that I do think that a like people looked at MetaZoo and was like, oh my God, every Kickstarter box is gonna be free tendies. There's a lot more Argent sagas than there are MetaZoos. 
Uh, you know, I got in. What's that stupid game, Gate Ruler? Yeah, people want us to talk about Gate Ruler. Do you guys see? So that? I bought Gate Ruler. Everybody was like, "Dork, you missed out on Gate Ruler. You got to carry Second Edition." So I bought a master case of Gate Ruler. I still have a master case of Gate Ruler. I have sold zero boxes. Yeah. Uh, I have had zero people ask me about Gate Ruler. I might buy that for me. I want to try that out. Send me your address. I'll send you a box for free. Beautiful. And you have a lot of my addresses. I have like a thousand of them. I can like send it to my store, send it to my home, send it to my booze house. Wait, was this public? Um, so like it's you know it's you know, like listen, I just like there's just a lot of games. There's yeah, a lot of I games. Agree. I agree. And like just make sure you're not biting off more than you can chew. You're yeah. talking to Louie when you're saying this, right? Yeah. I mean, it can, I can carry everything. Everything will win. Everything. There's yeah. no competition. I can hardly wait for you to. I can. I can hardly wait for your Acora box opening. Japanese market. I did, not, I did not back Acora. People's market. I didn't back Acora. Did you back Acora, George? No. Yeah. <laughs> I I don't have time for Kickstarter. My anymore. Kickstarter phase is over. Yeah, me too. Until MetaZoo. I just backed. Awesome. I just yeah. backed the most recent one. That was the uh, Andrew Navarro one. I, whatever I that is andrew navarro he was a former ffg head of studio then he went over to who created Cloudspire. oh is this um is that was this, that what's it that called was that card game that team covenant was playing oh yeah oh yeah i did back that one Earth, I did do that earthborn, one. earthborn yeah, yeah, rangers earthborn that one looks cool that's not a tcg it does look really cool that's it's not a tcg yeah. it is a no it's a card game it's a it's it's all cards it's a board game there's no board to play on. Okay. It's all card games. It's not a TCG. Anyway, it's that's not a collectible card game. The next game right. I'm Keyforge. It's just a CG. Let's move on to the market's reaction of Tales of Aria spoiler season. Yeah, I I, I know Louis was very worried that the price of all legendaries would be fifteen dollars, and unfortunately, his dreams become a reality. Tectonic planning is now fifteen dollars, twenty dollars. Is that right, Louis? Look, like. Why are we talking about tectonic plating? Is that one that's moved this? I haven't done my WTR update yet. Tectonic plating got bought out this morning. I noticed a bunch of Crucible Guardian cards like, got out. It got bought out this morning. I mean, why hasn't this been happening sooner? Also, we, why isn't Ranger stuff going like crazy yeah, right now? Can we talk about this? Is my main point that I want to talk about. Um, <clears> why are we buying tectonic out plating? Tectonic plating is now 185 as a low. It was well, like seventy dollars last week. Okay, so like the guy that bought the seventy that were on the market for forty dollars, what's the game plan there? I will like, once again restate: if you try to buy out unlimited, in my view, you're a jackass. <laughs> like I'm not saying you're I'm not saying you're a terrible human being, but That's you it. are. Uh, well, I didn't say you're a terrible human being. If you play, like I have no problem with people buying out first edition. God bless, Godspeed. Yeah. If you try to buy out and artificially inflate the price of Unlimited, I have. It, is I this what I happened with like the? It. Do you guys think this is what happened with the eye and the heart? Yeah, that somebody bought them all out early on, and they just kept them high. Yeah. Were people buying them to spec on, and now somebody has given up, or a group of people no, has I mean, given like, up? And now no one's buying them because nobody. There was no actual. A very famous YouTuber kept saying <laughs> during the Welcome to Wraith Unlimited era that this might be that we should be very careful because they might never print it again. Who are you? Who? Are you? Oh, okay. Rudy. <laughs> oh. 
And like, this was the number one question I got asked. And I was like, there's no way LSS is that silly. Like, there they, they no literally way. printed this into the ground. Yeah, like, there's, there's, there's no way they're going to do one print run of Welcome to Wraith Unlimited. Mm-hmm. Like, this is like, like, the game would die. Right. Like, you literally can't bring in new players if you make unlimited print runs, one print run. And also, it's not unlimited. Yeah. That's just, like, yeah. I remember, like, people were like, oh my God, George, how many are you buying? I'm like, as many as I can sell. Like, this is silly. Like, I like, and like I think like when, when people realize that perhaps that information was uh, optimistic for his investments, um, I, the price I, went the price cratered. I don't know that I would say that's optimistic for his investments. I feel like it would probably be more like he wants the the demographic that's buying. I mean, when I was buying cases of Magic the Gathering, uh, I was buying it with the idea that over time they would stop being sold and they'd go up and that's how a magic gathering box works i don't know that you can keep unlimited in print forever but i don't think that buying on un- well I, I think you should my, i've said this since day one just don't say that it's oop just don't say it's out of print and just in five years be like oh we got some printer time here's a, another print run of wtr because the market's at 150 dollars box something, something i think lss should maybe take more seriously it's like listen this last pr- this last crucible print run was enormous while was we were massive. talking i just got another text from a distributor saying hey i can get you even more boxes they have now yeah. upped what they can get me three times in 72 hours that's yeah. because people are not taking them. i think people aren't taking because they're saving for for tails yeah tails is too soon i think the hard thing is tails is just around the corner and if you could spend the same amount of money on tails first edition or crew unlimited i'm gonna put on my one percenter hat here if you can't afford to take crucible unlimited and you don't have a store that's gonna that's gonna buy crucible unlimited in the next three weeks yeah you maybe need to do some soul searching about your lgs george i can't take 100 boxes of crew unlimited because people don't buy enough singles i have I'm just saying, people aren't going to buy the sing all those singles. The the within three expected weeks. Expected value of Crew Unlimited right now is like a hundred and fifty dollars a box. So it's, you tell me to go take more, Louie, to make I, it like a hundred dollars well, a box. The question is, do you have time to open that many boxes? That's the exactly. question. Exactly. Well, that's that, that's not like, my fault. That's why, Hire somebody. that's why you're not a store. Like a store can sell to customers. <laughs> like it takes people more time to open a box than it does for me to say, "Thank you for your purchase, ma'am. Have a great day." I mean, you're right. I can do like yeah. two cases in an hour right now. Yeah, I can do like two cases in a minute. My point. So, uh, so like again, like if you have an LGS and you can't sell Crucible Unlimited right now, you shouldn't be picking up tails. Is what you're saying? Maybe like maybe you need to focus on growing your player base. Nothing but love. Call me. I'll help you. Call Joey. Yeah, I was going to say go. call Joey. Go Joey. Go. I had a great I'll conversation with Joey this week. Um, but Good. like, call me. I'll help you. Uh, but like. If you literally can't, if you're having a tough time selling out of Crucible Unlimited, how, yeah. what's your player base looking like? Yeah. Um, like, let me be clear. Like, that's not true for many stores, in my opinion. I just think they printed a lot of boxes, which is good. Yeah. That's yeah. great. Like, again, like, people need I to I just want to be able to call. About. I want like, to call my, my distrib- distributor and say, hey, can I get some of this box? And they say, you yeah. You can get a ton see- of Crucible Unlimited right now. I know. I'm just saying, just like, I want. Go ahead. I'm just saying, like that's that's what I've been dreaming for since I started supporting Fab as a single store. Hey, so can he, I get Xbox? They're like, now they're like, yeah, I have X number of boxes I can give you today. That sounds what, great. Thank you, sir. What I have dreamed of is Monarch being 1K. 
So let's get back I mean, to the, the market and buying out because we are not talking about what we said we were going to talk about. I want to <laughs> talk about uh, what card was it this week? It was Tectonic No, this one's even worse. Stamp Authority. Okay. Stamp Authority. Card is. I know that's because you don't play the game. Get some players <laughs> in your store. And my uh, players know what it is. <laughs> uh, so Stamp Authority is uh, Crucible Unlimited. Stamp I actually don't have any. Is wow. the first edition is thirty five dollars. The unlimited one was selling for forty five this week. Okay, so you have an inversion because people are speculating that Guardian is going to be in the next set. The card's really good. It uh, interacts with your pitch zone, whatever. It's an aura. It's really good. So the the fact that people are buying up unlimited all the way to the first edition price is absolutely baffling to me. Like it's absolutely baffling like listen like investors are not with fab right now like that's like i mean like there's just there's not a ton of money in the collectible side of flesh and blood right now not like it used to be okay so you're saying that makes an unlimited class specific majestic that is that you pull six majestics in a box a 35 dollar card no i'm saying that that's why the first edition price and the unlimited price are very close I'm saying that if you're investing based on speculation of these cards from this set, you should not be spending that kind of money on majestic I mean, like, oils from Unlimited. Keep in mind, like we, I'm getting my boxes today of Crucible Unlimited. Like that Same. price could crater. Right. That's why I'm like, saying I'm why getting, are we buying? Why are we spending forty five dollars on this? Exactly what I'm saying. Like because people are silly. Yeah, they are. I'm glad that you agree with something. I agree with everything when you're right. <laughs> Very rarely. I agree with that shirt. I agree with that shirt more than anything else you've said so far today. So help the investors out. Help the collectors out. You see a Tales of Aria spoiler. What should your gut reaction Listen, be? Listen, I think if you're really... if and, like, and I will say this. For the most of the whales that I interact with, which I think is probably 70% of the whales, frankly. Can you tell them to start buying stuff again? <laughs> they already have everything only, they need. Only Monarch. Um... If you, I don't know if many whales are like, oh my God, this new hero came out. I need to go get the cold foil version of tectonic plating. Yeah. And they already have it. Like I have yeah. eight, nine. Like I have what I want. Like, like this does not affect what I, I didn't buy any. I'm not selling any. Yeah. I don't, I'm fine. And most whales are in the same position. Um, Not that I'm a whale like Louie. Um, so like it is... I, I don't think like this. What you're like the the action that you're seeing in the cards isn't from the whales. Like I'd be stunned if tectonic plating went up or down a considerable amount this week. Frankly, maybe ten percent. Nicole, maybe fifteen percent. Is Coldwell gone up? I have no idea. With I don't Lexi? think so. <clears throat> Has what gone up? Skullbone or any ranger cards? No, uh, Skullbone Crosshair have sold for twelve hundred this week. Yeah, I mean like, so yeah. So like I this think this won't affect this won't affect yeah the cold foil market for then especially guess, for no, I'm arcane. talking about unlimited market I'm sorry unlimited, I'm not I'm not well, seeing cold foils there was but, so but, much arcane that entered the market last week so much I arcane. got 400 plus boxes last yeah, week so much arcane entered the market last week that I don't I'm think it mattered out. because everyone was opening boxes this past week so like right. uh, I mean that explains the fab group the marketplace was just filled with it yeah. Mm-hmm. 
So I don't know. I think if you're a player, I would caution you on like being like, oh my gosh, there's a new hero, a new ranger hero. I have to buy up all the cards, so like, three of a kind. Like all I keep of a asking people, like, should I spec? Nationals coming up, so they need cards now. Right. Yeah, that's true. Um, I keep asking people like, to spec. Like they're if like, you're doing spec on. If you're doing Crucible, don't spec on Unlimited. Don't be a jackass. I know, but people are doing it. Is all I'm saying. I Go will ahead. not give you advice if you're specking on Unlimited. I hope you fail. Yeah. Um, I do. I hope you fail with every fiber of my being. Leave those markets alone and let the players buy the cards they need to build their decks. And as a player, remember that there's more product coming. Like I can't they, like, stress this I will this say enough. this: like the I got 400 boxes of Arcane last week, roughly. I have. I can get. Hundreds of boxes of Wraith today. I needed it. Yeah. I'm getting hundreds of boxes of Crucible Unlimited this week. I mean, like these. Like if if Tectonic Plating is now a $200 card, it will probably make sense for people to start cracking Wraith again. Yeah. Okay. That price will go down. Right. Like, it's just this is what a healthy problem. market looks like. Correct. Like this is what a healthy unlimited market looks like. I think there's some things that are unhealthy about it. We've talked about those the last couple of weeks, but like this is the healthy side of that market. Um, so like if you don't want to pay twenty thousand dollars for your tectonic plating, wait a week. People will open Wraith, or frankly, go buy Wraith. Wraith boxes on Channel Five right now, I think, are like ten dollars plus a case of Monarch Unlimited. So like you know, Monarch chill. first. You I still don't think we're healthy. Why? What, what, what do you not think is healthy? The EV is completely inverted. We, the, the, what's the EV right healthy. now for WTR and ARC? That's called healthy. That's good. Like, it, that one's probably more accurate. That's like $55, $60 a box. More. The problem is the case. The case is like $80 a box. I mean, you're, if you, you're if barely you, break even. Yeah, you barely break. I mean, that's probably more healthy. What's that's, not that's healthy pretty is healthy if you're buying out. Well, so it Cruise, came out like a day ago. Like, like, Cruise I was underprinted. High demand. That's fair. That's fair. I'm wrong. After this next set, it should probably go down to I'm 100. I'm wrong. Okay. I know. I'm wrong. I know. All right. I'm wrong. I'm used to it. That needs to be the start. It's the first time you admitted it. So, like, I think, you know, like, <clears throat> this is the healthiest. This is the healthiest the, un the unlimited market's been for singles. I think for Correct. boxes, it's a different discussion. Uh, for singles, I think it's very healthy. Yeah. Would you say the box price is what's driving singles down because more people are buying boxes, opening them, and flipping them? No, I mean, like, I think that's part of it. I think, like, listen, like, Crucible Unlimited, like, I'll, I was dead wrong about this. Crucible Unlimited was far more needed than I thought it was. Oh, yeah. Who said that? Who? I think Mr. Both, uh, both of us said it. Who was that that said that Crucible was a player's set and that players needed the Wait, cards? I said it was a player set. You said it was a collector set. That's no, true, that's actually. That's not accurate. That is no, we need to go back. Accurate. Roll the tape you, back. Roll George the tape did back. say it was Perfect. a player set, which is why he doesn't like to collect it. Oh, well, I still don't back, Mick. I, I still think that the, the true I still think it's a player set. I still think yeah. that the true collectors are the players. I will also say, well, if you're Louis, this is your Mr. this is your unicorn and rainbow of, of collecting. You're will, all everything to me. I love all of you. You collect and play every game <laughs> underneath my rainbow. Oh, you guys are all the same. He's a romantic. He's a romantic. It's fine. Man, Let I him do his thing. To be having fun. Like I, I yeah. I can. Uh, he just wants us all to be best friends. I, I can hardly wait for you to play Rudy in Flesh and Blood. I'm sure he's an excellent player. Is he going to Vegas? <laughs> yes. Cool. I'm going to ask him to play. And he's going to be like me saying, all right, will you teach me? Yeah. <clears throat> this is where I teach you and Rudy how to play Flesh and Blood. 
can we fly and hang out somewhere in the near future and just you play can go to Vegas. You can go to Vegas. I'm not going to Vegas. That's it's at like the worst time. No, I actually have to fly on a work trip on the 13th. I'm not going to Vegas. <laughs> I already so, tried to see Louis once and he bailed on me. Yeah, that's true. Twice, actually. You know, it's funny. He bailed on you because of COVID, but then he's going to Vegas. Yeah, it's I know. Different. It's completely yeah, it's different. It is, it's it's different not, I will my say Vegas is, is now Florida. My, my wife is now fully vaccinated. Oh, That's fair. yeah. <clears throat> Pregnant wife. You forgot right. that part. Yes. Um, I get that. Here's like the nuts and bolts. Don't buy out Unlimited because you're a jackass. The Unlimited singles market is pretty darn healthy, frankly. Like, I have no problem with any of the prices that are out there right now. TikTok plating went I mean, bananas this morning. I don't really care. It's going to come back down. People yeah. are going to lose their shirt. And that's they deserve what I'm it. About. Um, like, As a you know, singles business, the, it's not the, the only The only single I don't like the price of is CNC, but I think LSS knows that, frankly. And I like. Please and the reason the price is there is because of demand. Yeah, like, I will be stunned. Tails. Please put it in tails. Please if, it, if it's not in tails, tails I don't care. I think it'll be the next supplemental. It needs to be in tails because there's two arsenals and it's more needed than ever. Like, I don't Have you seen but, stuff for Lexi? She looks good. She looks strong. I listen, like, I don't I, I don't disagree that it should be in tails, but if it's not, I'm not worried because I think it'll be the next supplemental <clears> set. <throat> yeah. it, are you think they're going to do another supplemental set? Yeah. I think yeah. they said they did. It's I think they said P- they are. It's going to be, be PVE focus. Oh, God. God. Yeah, because Please I need an arsenal. I need to remove part. an arsenal slot in a PVE set. Oh, that makes sense. God. <laughs> Would you really be that upset if it's a PVE set, George? If it's a supplemental PVE set, yes. Why? Because my you... players want to beat their opponents, not play with them. Your players are playing the game wrong. No, right, I don't think that's Phil, how it works. Team, will you? Hey, Phil, if you're listening to this podcast, first of all, you're the GOAT. Second of all, Phil is the how goat. much you love goat, yeah. playing PVE with Steve in the comment section for me, will you? Be like, God, I can hardly wait so that we can all win together. That's I know cool. them. No, uh, you not, know what? I, and I know they're not competitive players. This at is all. what's going to happen, Louis. Phil, Phil, you know what you want to do? You want to <clears> be the bad guy and have four players playing against you, and you pilot the deck to beat them, and then you can. Oh feel my god! I now know why you want PVE. You just want to build a salt factory. No, we want George <laughs> to be, the, be the bad guy. And you're be like, how come you guys are all so mean to me? Well, <laughs> <laughs> you want to talk though? I would love to play PVE with Louis. Yeah, that'd be a blast. Me, so, so would so would DM Armada and Red Zone Rogue. I bet I, they all would. <laughs> and then we can have George be the. the I'm sure they'd love it. I'm sure George can sure be the boss. Have no that right idea now. how to attack anything, but it'll be fine. DM Armada watches our podcast like five days later. DM, let me know in the comment section if you want to play. Let PVE me know how much you'll love to go two on one versus Louis. I think it'll be. I I, I think I could. He's I could done that, see I no problems whatsoever. <laughs> I'm sure it'll be a blast. I'm sure it won't be uncomfortable at all. Oh my gosh. I'm never going to live that stream down. It's great. Nope. That's fine. I'm okay with it. Can you add in the comment section, Louis, so we can just all relive it together? <laughs> yeah. Have you gone back and watched it? No. <laughs> no. no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be like going back through and rewatching our, our Monarch stream, our 24 hour Monarch stream. No, we're not just, doing that. You know, I have never been more thankful to know that YouTube cuts it off after 12 hours because yeah, after that 12 last... hour mark, it was brutal. It was rough. I, was I still have people trying. saying, Oh, I know we were all just like, I, I couldn't handle it emotionally. I was about to start crying on your behalf. I'm an emotional man. And I was just sitting there. I was like, I can't handle him. Are we doing huh? that for tails? Are we doing it for tails? Because I'm leaving on vacay the next day. All right. So we I can't do it do on tails. 
We can Wait, do it. Wait, we want to tell. We just got to do it that night. Yeah. So you can barely be awake the next day, George, as you stay up to the midnight with Louie as he's depressed and breaking down mentally? That, that That's <laughs> what gives me energy. <laughs> it is true. I will be super as the ready stream for went vacation on. after I get done seeing Louie sob into his pillow how James White hates him. <laughs> He's like, I'll never pull a fable. James White hates me. I'm like, feed me, feed me, feed me. My attitude is much different this year. I, I hope I'll so. Be, I'm going to be crushed when you open your first favorite. Right, I got to buy some boxes from Star City Games because I am probably not going to get enough boxes for me to open much. Apparently, George will get all I wanna, of them. Right? I want to sell boxes to people. I'm getting wrecked on distribution. I'm getting wrecked on Tails right now for distribution. Yeah. My reps are working on it. Let's I got wrecked. You're going to get too angry. Let's not talk about it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> angry George. Hulk, come out. <laughs> um. All right, are we ready for the Meta Zoo minute? Yes. You don't know what it is, do you? Hold on one second. <laughs> so here's the question. We now have the full box art of Nightfall. This last set, Pokemon did a special weird ETB booster box thing that said you get two of these little premium kits that are like basically starter decks and a couple of packs in them. Like an Uber ETB meant for two players. Okay. Should MetaZoo do that? Yeah. So basically it's a two-player starter set. Yeah, and they do, and you get like a bunch of like these very, like you get a, like I the way I think MetaZoo could do it would be two decks or like two of the release decks and probably six packs and call it like a try it at home kit. Yeah. I mean, it could be like a corset in a way. I mean, not really, but you come with sleeves, you get some tokens in there. Wait, what do you mean by corset? That means something in magic. I, I know it does. I'm sorry. I'm thinking I've net runner corset sitting right next to me. So I'm thinking, I'm thinking of like that way I can just dive right into the game. I have everything and you have tokens. So it can come with tokens. It comes with, you know, is that not kind of what the release deck was aimed to be? So That's here's fair. the problem. Here's like the one problem I have with the release deck. Mike, you're listening to this. First of all, what up, Mike? Second of all, uh, I love you. Third of all, um, <laughs> the 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 release deck had a very valuable promo in it. In most decks, right? They ran into the trap that you talked about for the Monarch decks. Yeah, I I don't love that because it means that people are cracking them to do the what just happened. I'm trying to get my camera to focus because I stepped okay. away. And now to keep rolling. Look at me. Keep I got Louis' dogs barking. I got you disappearing. This you're is fine. this is podcast of gold. Hey, you're um, doing great. I feel like I'm doing great. So like. You know, the people were cracking for the promos and selling the promos and then doing nothing with the decks. Yeah. Um, I think a starter kit for MetaZoo would actually sell very well. It would also be something that's not highly collectible, which I think is actually good for that game right now. Yeah. Like, everything's just on fire. Like, Nightfall Pro. And they're making... Everything started. I'm not sure how they got away with this. Like people are selling out at two times MSRP. First of all, nobody has their numbers yet. No. 
nobody's close to their numbers yet. Uh, with, yeah, we don't even know. What, like, PhD is our distributor now, but like, is Golden gonna give us product? I still don't know. Yeah, I mean, like, I, I don't know how these people are pre-selling. I could literally get ten boxes. I could literally get a thousand boxes. I have no clue. People are like, can I order from you? N- n- no. Yeah. Um, I, I no idea what I'm getting. Um, you know, I think a not hot product would actually serve that game very well right now. I agree, hundred percent. Weirdly, weirdly. Like usually, I'm like, how do we get the heat? But like that game is so on fire, something to cool it down might actually help it. I agree. I think yeah, I, a better I, entry point. Don't put any special promos in it. Don't don't put make it as cheap as possible. The MSRP <laughs> ready for the hot take. MSRP is ten bucks, and it costs you know whatever, and it's uh you know it you get ten dollars worth. You get ten dollars bad for you. Ready for the hot take? No hollows. Or. How about no hollows, but it comes. Have you seen you've seen the two player starters, right? With welcome yeah. to I mean, it should just be like that, right? It comes with two decks, comes with it even comes with like live counters came with like this little D how many. No, something. don't put that in there because then people are gonna want to collect that. I'm not saying, but like these are just like generic dice. They're not exclusive. There's nothing unique about them. You can put those in. Right? You, put in you, put in some cardboard counters, tokens. You have a million life. I don't think you can do life counters. I know, I'm not saying do life counters, but yeah. put in tokens, put in decks. And then you, you get one pack for each person. That's it. No, no packs. Yeah. Just give them give them a first edition hey, pack. The packs are good. Put in six just packs. One pack. Put, just give them a, a little bit of crack. Million dollars. No, you just give them a little bit of crack. It'll be fine. And you're right. It. I guess you're right. It will right, be so here million we do. dollars. All right. Oh, my God. I'm so good at this. But how much is a pack worth right now? Like $10, a $12? trillion dollars. Yeah. $12. Unless you're buying Kickstarter packs. That's a lot of money for a pack. Yeah, all I'm saying is that box is going to go from being 20 MSRP now to 40 because there's two packs in it. That's all I'm saying. That's, that is still what like I said. A, that's a way better entry point. $40, even at its like peak, is way better than being what? The issue is if you put a first edition stamp on it, everybody's going to collect it. Well, like you, you don't put first edition stamp on it. Yeah, make it the stamp. Like, don't put first edition. Like, this don't is put anything like, on it. It's just different card set. It's right. LSS is big. Like LSS did a very good job, yes. a very good job with the Monarch Blitz decks. Yes. Yeah. Like they said, they're limited. And like, listen, they're now is like they're still available at both distributors. Yep. Um, like that, they did a very good. Do that. Like, yep. do that. Like, do that with a two-player kit. Don't, Mike, if you're listening. Do not make the make the keep the deck size the same, the box size the same. I like to be able to sleeve my deck yes. and put it into the box that I bought it in. And I love you for making decks boxes that fit sleeved cards. Yes. And James White, if you're listening, make your blitz decks boxes bigger, please. I love that. That is I agree. I, I that agree. is easily my favorite thing about everything in the world. <laughs> If you're listening to this podcast, I just want to apologize to you. <laughs> Louis is so this has been a please. disastrous podcast, and no, that, like, that last sentence is like is like is like the perfect culmination of it. <laughs> I love that. That's like such a satisfying thing to me. Genesis did that too. Like you can see, yeah. the, I love it. Like like the trick is like you know like this is where they get a little bit tough. Is like you know it costs a lot of money to ship that stuff, and shipping ain't cheap right now. Nope. It's actually going up again. <laughs> right. Like, you know, I got my bill for shipping my next container over. <laughs> it's $18,000 for Sea Freight. For Sea Freight. 
for not for air freight. Your, your next container over? I get a container a month. Wow, roughly a container a month of what? Stuff for my business. Stuffed animals. That's what you want. Sketchy to stuffed animals. It's a container. Of I have a, like, an, have I, like I love you guys. If I had to live off my LGS, <laughs> I'd ha- I would not be able to wear different watches. His Instagram is like Share King or something. I don't know. I had somebody, by the way, call you Fab King this week. Like, like you know, there's Pokey King. I like that. Hey, we should get Pokey. We should get him on the podcast. I think that would be a lot of fun. I probably have. I'll bet you I have more graded. I bet you I have more 9.5 hearts than anybody else. Guys, we haven't talked about the Medizu Minute. I picked up my first sample hollow this week. What would you pick? I up? was wondering how much stupid money you spent in that sample auction. Stupid money? I spent great money in it. Yeah. Not stupid. What, all right. What sample did you get? I got the Quetz. Quetzal. Wow. That's awesome. What'd you pay? Mm. Mm. I actually got two samples. <laughs> I think I paid fourteen hundred for them combined. Oh, that's not bad. Oh, it's not. I hollow. know. It's not no, hollow. one on hollow and one hollow. What was the hollow? Was that's that a that wasn't a sample, sample, was it? I know it's the same card, but it's the I have to go pick it up from the mailbox today. Not the same card. One of them's a sample. It's, and one it's of them's the Quetzal Codus. <laughs> I always call it the Quetz. It's my favorite card. That's my buddy's favorite card. <laughs> Thank you for that incredible intuition, Louie. I appreciate that. That <laughs> that is the content they come here for. Again, <laughs> I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> Louis tried to look like me, but he didn't think that what you guys actually love is the real me. Oh. He looks like the cheap. He looks like the cheaper imitation version. Not that's all I'm going to say. Not saying Literally. he is or isn't. I'm just saying. Also, I, I'm just going to keep ranting. If you go into tops right now and search MetaZoo, it returns lots of different series. Right now, there are at least two different series that they're going to have a series so zero and a series one. Minute. Cancel this other MetaZoo minute. Add this one to the back. <laughs> How unbelievably great is it for MetaZoo that tops lost baseball? Yeah. Everyone I was making the opposite point. I immediately messaged Mike and was like, dude, you got like congratulations. You hit the lottery. <laughs> like, like you now have like they they now need you. Yeah. Like you like they need a new hot IP and you're it. And yep. you're it. You mean baseball's not a hot IP right now? They lost baseball, boo boo. That was my point. Baseball also sucks. What happened? So Tops just said, like, um, are are the baseball associations? Oh my God. Have you not paid? Oh my God. This was like all the rage a couple weeks ago. This is my favorite drama. So Fanatics worked behind the scenes and snaked Tops, just snaked them. And they created a new company that's owned by Fanatics, but the the MLBPA and the MLB own a part of it as well as the rumor. So they get a cut so of every baseball cut. card sale. Yeah. So in 2026, there's no more Topps baseball cards, at least for a very, very long time. They're going to be losing them after 40 years. Wow. That's brutal. And like this is big news. I can tell you guys don't use Southern very much. Uh, this is like a Southern is the one that also does We're baseball not whales. Um, well, like This was George. very big news for people who can also buy uh, sports cards. I would say even if I wanted to buy sports cards – Guess what? I can't get him. No. Nope. No. Nope. I'm not. I'm not a goat. I'm not. I don't have any money. Oh gosh! Please don't dance on my channel again. Your poor wife, dude. Uh, I sent you guys a Discord <laughs> picture of both of mine. I got the giant salamander and a Quetzal Lotus. That's cool. So, congratulations! I'm very happy. Thanks, uh, dude. Like that's that, all I wanted to hear. That tops news for Mike is was the top amazing. News. 
it's weird. I really, 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 really think that. Well, so like, I don't understand the whole top series thing. I guess Shocking. what is it? It's just up there and you buy it or whatever. So that's tops now. They're doing top series. What is that? That's a lot. That's a standard product line. So it's not. Yeah, it's right. not print. It's not printed demand. I I think that there's such a market for for like the tops meta zoo cards and collectors of like little like like younger kids like I don't know like the longevity of the IP because of that is so astonishing to me. I am terrified, terrified of what that tops card will sell for. Yeah, terrified. They need uh, they need one that won't sell for a million dollars. You. You, they need one that won't sell for a million dollars, and one that will just be for like you can give to your ten year old to enjoy. I mean, it. like Louis, like let's say they said I'm gonna print a hundred thousand copies of this card. That wouldn't be enough. Interesting. Yeah, I think at a hundred thousand, it would That's be a lot of cards. Everybody would have them. George is gonna no, buy fifty k of them, and then just leave them for problem. everybody else. I don't want one. <laughs> I need fifty thousand. I just need one. I'm okay with having one. Nope. Louis, you're gonna relive your childhood like opening up tops. Yeah. My, my amazing childhood of Pokemon tops cards. I'm hyped. I'm hyped. Cool. And that's coming into the year, yeah. Yep. All right, so it's gonna be a crazy rest of the year. We have Tails coming out. We have the this PVE month. Flesh and Blood set that comes out in December. We have Tails potentially a supplementary set by the end of the year, which I don't even think that's gonna happen. Yeah. But. It'll yeah, happen. I don't know. Maybe maybe, don't maybe know. beginning of next year. But we have Tails, another set coming with Fab maybe by the end of the year, Q4, Q1. We have what? Metazoo right. coming out with this set Octo- end of October, early November. Then we have second edition coming up. What? You think November, December? I think that's going to be too close to Nightfall. I, I think they're two different sets, though, and they're completely like, listen, two different things. Whatever Metazoo produces right now is going to sell out instantly. That's kind of my thought, too. So. It's gonna be a big year. Yeah, Magic just released a billion product lines. Do you guys see that? Mm-hmm. That would have been a good. They renewed the Netrunner license. Just saying, Watsy did. Wow. All right, this is. You're not great. excited. Netrunner is like the goat this of games. Is, this guys. is a great. It is. It's just like it's a dead game. It's it's not though. Can you buy it? Yeah, go to niseproject.com. Oh, so you can't net. buy Netrunner. You can buy you can buy a, a, a knockoff of it. No, I mean, I mean, you can't buy Netrunner because it's a licensed name. It's trademarked. Okay. I think this is the end of the podcast. Everyone. So it's dead. Continue. If great you game, want to engage with game. us for it's some a great reason. Game. It's arguably the best game. If there's some no. reason that you want to engage with us, do so in the comment section or in the Discord server. Yeah, make, yeah, make sure you're really mean to Louie in the comment section so we can start next week talking about whatever nonsense you write in the comment section. <laughs> uh, all right, here's my challenge to you all. I want you to write the most outrageous critique you can think of of Louie in the comment section to see how much you can get him to justify at the beginning of next podcast. Oh my god! I want it to be something that like there's nothing he can fix. George, I, we need I'm, we need Louie to a, actually. You I'm realize gonna, we don't have a channel to post this if Louie is like I'm gonna miserable have and depressed. Right? Be like, geez, Louie, your facial hair looks weird with your goatee burn. Be like, you guys, I'm really sorry. I shaved my goatee this week. I would never do that. Any man who shaves <laughs> that's the in Napoleon Dynamite. He's like, I was really hot. You know, we just find him in a bathtub, just sitting there with all of no the facial hair. Really. Makes me happy. Any, any man who shaves his facial hair for anyone else deserves nobody.
I do it for All you. Right. It's been great seeing you guys again. This has been really good. I feel like I really nailed it. I not seeing you in person. I feel like we really nailed this day. with you guys. Hey, everyone. Great. <laughs> May the zoo be with you. <laughs> yeah. And, and also with you. With and you. Lord, I'm sorry. <laughs>